The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Oh, it is a glorious Wednesday afternoon. What's good, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge, your sports betting brand of record. I apologize. Just came from the dentist. Half of my face is completely numb. But I guess now I know how buckets feels. Now, we are powered by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting. And it's not close. All the odds on the early as provided by the king of all sports books, BetMGM. Now, last week, the epitome of ho-hum. Everybody, EC, AB went three and three. But by a percentage point, Chip Patterson has the best week at three and two. And we will leapfrog off that into this week. And you guys know it. Here are the stars of the show. You know them. You love them. EC is here. Our five to a player. AB is here. And the man who, by percentage points, gets our 15 seconds today, Mr. Chip Patterson. Good afternoon, Chip. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, EC. Good morning, AB. Good morning, Snake. Hey, early edge fam. How we doing? You see me on the sidelines? Oh, Chip Stallions out here. Oh, you see me on the sidelines? Oh, oh, I'm I'm just at, don't mind me. Don't I'm just gonna be keeping my head down. I, I will continue to say that with every detail that we get, it just gets more hilarious. This is the obnoxious tryhard intern who thinks he's Bill Belichick when in fact everybody just wants him to leave the room. Okay, I can just tell that this guy 100% went rogue, probably because he used his own credit card, probably because he used his own name, probably because he had public Venmo transactions. Anybody who acts like this is nefarious, like you're just you're just kind of a hater and don't realize this is incompetence. And one last thing, I'm going to say the same thing uh, that Boo Corrigan, the chair of the College Football Playoff Selection Committee, said on Tuesday night. It's an NCAA problem. That's not a college football playoff problem. Us big boys in the college football playoff, we don't worry about that NCAA stuff. <laughs> so if you thought that this scandal was going to derail the Wolverines, sorely mistaken, my friends, there will be punishments to hand it down, but that's way down the line after trophies are raised. No doubt. That'll be in February, and then in March, you're going to see the approval of microphones in the helmets, and this will all go away uh, just like they do already in the – what do, you, what do you need, EC? Well, what wait, do you wait need? a second. Wait a second, Chip. If they're not stealing signals, don't you think Michigan will be less effective now that they don't know what's coming? Let's see. Um, all I got to say is hang on to your britches because we'll be talking about those Wolverines before we get out of here today. Was that really worth ruining my flow? Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anything and everything. AB, does he not realize? It's like every time he doesn't realize who, who calls the shots. 
Yeah, he's skating on thin ice, just like yeah, Michigan. Yeah, really thin ice. Three boxes <laughs> look a lot better than four, if you know what I'm saying. All right, boys, let's jump right in because we got a lot to talk about today. If you're brand new to this show, we do it every single Wednesday at 3 p.m. I encourage you to turn on your notifications. And by the way, for all of you lazy Early Edge Universe members out there, hit the like button for me. You know how much it helps the show grow. Take the chat down, hit it, put it right back up, and start talking. We'll try to get to as many as we possibly can. But we break down the top five games of the day according to us. And number one, what a matchup. K-State arguably playing the best football in the entire country. They are blowing teams out. But Texas, Texas has dreams of a national championship. Or do they? They come in at number seven, excuse me, Kansas State, number 23. We have one best bet on that on this game, and that is where we're going to start. A.B., start us off. Yes, sir. Look, here's the problem, and it's for me and also Kansas State. I picked up a new razor today, and when I shaved, look, it went way too way too low, all right? Now, that's going to be the problem for Kansas State is that I think this is the game for Texas where they go way too much on the scoreboard. That was a horrible analogy. What I'm saying is that Texas is going to score over and over. This is a get-right, get this thing going type of game. Kansas State coming in feeling good. I respect it 100%, but this is not the week for the little apple because you're going to Austin Sun and Texas is going to handle their business. Give me the Longhorns here and give me back my old razor. Feel like a young kid out here. Hey, apparently you look like one because Jeff says AB looks 20 years younger with yeah. a fresh shave. Is he even old enough to place a wager? You <laughs> <laughs> do look like 19, 20 tops. Now, Rare is the time that you have two superstars that are on the opposite side of the fence. Chip, I'm coming to you next. Which way are you leaning, sir? Uh, I'll be leaning towards Kansas State and taking these points. Uh, Kansas State is either computer trickers or they are really, really good on down-to-down basis, right? So for those of you not familiar with success rate, success rate is on a given down getting at least half of the yardage that you need to gain uh, on that down. And I do think that Kansas State is good at the tiny things because of their coaching in Chris Kleiman. And guess what? This is a coaching advantage to Kansas State. Steve Sarkeesian Versus Chris Kleiman, give me Chris Kleiman. But, 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 <laughs> high-end talent, God, it's not even close. So I think on a down-to-down basis, Kansas State is going to be better than Texas because Texas is not good on a down-to-down basis. Texas is not good in the red zone where they have been absolutely awful. It cost them the Red River shootout, and it might cost them here against Kansas State. They've got home run hitters all over the place. So let's get to one final level. And this is why it's a lean to Kansas State, because I've given you Texas has the talent. Kansas State's better coached, better down to down. Jonathan Brooks is the star of this offense. And he's become even more important as Quinn Ewers has been sidelined with injury. Malik Murphy against BYU didn't really impress me, made a couple early mistakes. But I also think they ran the spring game offense knowing what was going to be coming with Kansas State this week. But running the football, if that's your key, Woo-hoo-hoo. Kansas State's defense is nasty at stopping the run. You actually can pick them apart through the air, and Malik Murphy hasn't looked great throwing the ball. I I think there's a really, really close game, so that's why I'm going to go Kansas State, and I'm going to take the points because it's a coin flip, and if you've got not only three but four in a coin flip, I think you got to gobble them up. But again, not an official play, just a lean. Boy, that was a lot of great information for just a lean, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you come here. Now, leave it to my man, EC, not only to ruin my flow whenever he wants, but also to bring what I consider to be the most boring bet in all of sports. Thank you, EC. Which way are you leaning in this game? 
Well, Coach, I've learned on this program over the weeks that there are many more ways to hit an under than an over, so I've been told. <laughs> so we're just going to roll with the under 50 and a half in this game. I'm going to lean that way. I know we've got some leans to start the show, and then I promise I have picks. All right, so Texas had seven straight unders at home against ranked teams. Their under is hit in seven of the last eight home games. Uh, Kansas State is a great team at home. I just don't know if I believe in them as much on the road, especially against a good Texas defense. And as Chip just said, Malik Murphy, I'm not a buyer here. I, I wish we could see Arch Manning, but that's for another time. The reason I'm taking the under in this game is both teams rank in the top 15 in scoring defenses, giving up 15.9 and 16 points a game. They're right next to each other. I think this is low scoring, grinded out. I lean Kansas State as well, just a little bit. I'm going Texas 24, Kansas State 21. So t- uh, Kansas State with the points, I-, I think Texas wins the game, though. All right, so you somewhat side with Chip. By the way, bringing up Archie Manning's name, perfect example why NIL money, you can't just look at it and say, oh, that guy's going to be a superstar. We thought he'd be the guy. He's not even the number two guy. But he's making, what, $10 million, whatever he's making? Stop it with this NIL money. All right, game number two, ladies and gentlemen. And Chip, I'm coming to you first because I think people – feel like Georgia because what they've done the last two years, dominant defense, can't score on them, but they've somewhat turned into an over team this year. Where are you headed? Yeah, if we look at the efficiency numbers, they are more efficient on offense than they are on defense. Defense is taking a step back. Offense is taking a big step forward. And when you have that public perception of the way the Bulldogs handle their business, that's why at the betting window, this over ticket keeps cashing week after week after week. Well, let's look at Missouri, too, because Missouri will get engaged in some shootouts. And I think that while this uh, defensive backfield on paper coming into the year, I was very high on Missouri's defense. Jaden Daniels lit that squad up earlier this year. And look, I don't think that Carson Beck is going to put together the the statistical profile that Jane Daniels has this season. Jane Daniels has been much better, but I do think that Carson Beck is right there sniffing Daniels heels in terms of being the best quarterbacks in the SEC. We see the Carson Beck story continue to develop former Missouri Tiger wide receiver, Dom Lovett. I think has a huge game. Look, I think Georgia can get us to 35, 40 points. And I do think that when you've got an explosive individual playmaker like Missouri wide receiver Luther Burden, you are always a touchdown or two away from being able to, uh, you know, get that instant scoring. So I like both these teams to be able to get at least over 20. Again, I think that Georgia can get us into the 40s against this Missouri defense. The great misconception about this Georgia Bulldogs team is the way they handle their business. Even without Brock Bowers, 40-burger against the Gators. I think they can definitely do it again against Missouri. Rick says, I love this play, Chip, and to back him up, just on the Missouri side, here's their last several games that Missouri has scored. 34, they beat South Carolina by 22. 38. 39, 38, 34, 30. That's just Missouri. That's just Missouri. That completely backs up Chip's point. Now, A.B., for some reason, and this is completely unlike you, you didn't have the guts to make this an official play like Chip did? Tell me why. Yeah, I'll tell you why. It's because Chip beat me to the pick. I was going to make this an official one as well, but Chip was quicker to it. He's 100% correct. Look, Coach, you just nailed it right there in Missouri. They're a good football team. Do not think that this Missouri team is not a good SEC team. And with Kirby Smart, all right, when his best offensive player goes down, you would think, all right, 
take it a step back on offense, use the defense to win. No, it's complete opposite. He goes even more aggressive with the offense because he knows he has to generate points because the defense is not going to save them over and over and over, especially in this game. So 100%, man, there's nothing more I need to say. I agree with everything that Chip just laid out, and this would be an official one for me if Chip weren't quick on the keyboard there, 100% on the over in this game. That is just who that man is. Now, EC, as I come to you, I think you feel like maybe this is an opportunity for Georgia to show the world that they are good enough to win three in a row. You like a side here. Which one? No, actually, Coach, I have a double lean here. I'm leaning this way, and I'm <laughs> leaning that way. I'm going the rare double lean. I'm going Georgia minus 15 and a half, and I'm also leaning towards the over, and I'll explain both. For all the people that want to talk about Missouri nearly beating Georgia last year uh, up there, uh, the last three meetings in Athens haven't gone so well for the Tigers. Georgia won by 25 in 2017, 27 in 2019, and 37 in 2021. Georgia's 7-1 and one against the spread in their last eight against ranked opponents. And, oh, by the way, the over in this game, or the over in Georgia games, hit in five straight, which is not what you would expect from a, a Georgia team that, you know, generally has a good defense. Missouri, 6-2 uh, and two to the over this season. The interesting thing about Georgia in digging through their games, they've given up exactly 20 or 21 points in four of their last five games. Okay, I like what Chip said about Georgia scoring in the 40s. I like that whole Missouri or Georgia giving up 20 or 21 points. Let's go Georgia 40, Missouri 20. All right, so everybody is on either the over or on Georgia on the side. Now, where are we going to place these bets? Well, hundreds of you. You trust us so much, and it is so appreciated because you've signed up with us at BetMGM. But new BetMGM customers can sign up today right now and get $200 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least $10, and you will receive $200 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome with bonus code EDGE200. Now, recently, articles all over the place about the growth of digital streaming networks and the one at the top of the list is the one the four of us are on all the time snake robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, game number three, guys, that we got to get to, and we're going to the Big 12. The last time that these two will meet as members of the Big 12. We assume Bedlam will continue. If it's not, dead to me. Oklahoma, favored by five and a half, coming off a really devastating loss to KU. Oklahoma State, start of the year, not playing well at all. Lately has been playing better, plus 180 as a home underdog. So, Chip, coming straight to you, you believe there's going to be points in this game. Explain. Come on, it's Bedlam. 
And it's the last bedlam, right? Like, you want to talk about reasons to think that there's going to be some fireworks. How about any time that we've watched this game happen, now throw in the passion of the rivalry and everything that's going on with conference realignment. But listen, while I'm going to give you the vibes, you know I've also got the Chipolytics to back it up because both these teams rank in the bottom 40 nationally in missed tackles. These two teams are not good at wrapping up. And look, I was going to be on Oklahoma State for this official play, and this is an official play, because what have we seen from Oklahoma? I told you when I told you to take UCF, and I told you when I told you to take Kansas, that the sneaky detail about Oklahoma's defense, while improved overall from where it was a year ago, is they're not good against the run. And what have we seen, young man, Ollie Gordon? do the running back for Oklahoma state. He averaged 214 yards per game in the month of October, four games, four wins going above 250 twice. Oklahoma state has just turned into a monster behind Gordon's legs. And you're going to put that up against an Oklahoma defense whose weakness is the run game. So, then I found out Oklahoma State's even worse at missed tackles than Oklahoma is. And so I'm like, okay, so Oklahoma State runs the ball and Oklahoma misses tackles and uh, they run the football for touchdowns. Oklahoma uh, gets explosive plays through the passing game. Oklahoma State secondary gives up explosive plays and they don't tackle in the open field. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. Bad love over the total. <laughs> AB, back that up. Yeah, that's going to be impossible to back that up. Yeah. Look, let me say this. Um, there's nobody on the planet happier that this is the final bedroom than your boy Gundy over at Oklahoma State. This is like when, you know, it's Christmas Eve and you get to open like one present before Christmas. Like this is kind of it. Like there's no bad here. You're going to go ahead and get your Nintendo 64 or whatever it is. And I just dated myself way back about 20 years ago. But yeah, it's a problem, man. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I lean to the over, but I it, it's Bedlam for a reason. Uh, I, I am taking nothing official on this game. I roll with Chip because how could you how could you beat that? You're damn right. EC, you also feel the same way, yes? Yeah, Coach, I'm sorry for doing yet another lean. I can't help myself here, but Chip's a genius today. I love his picks. I hope he's not picking against U of A later. Uh, like somebody else on the show is. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> so the Cowboys have been a different team of late since Ollie Gordon has run wild. I mean, this guy's going nuts. 282 and 271 rushing his last two games, which is nuts. Oklahoma giving up 140-plus yards rushing in their last five, including 225 last week to Kansas. That's a horrible pick by me. Great pick by Chip uh, when he had Kansas with the points last week. Uh, both are in the bottom half of FBFs, just giving up shy of 240 yards passing. There's going to be points. We know that. I just didn't feel strong enough to make this an official play. Oklahoma's State is averaging 44 points a game in their last three. And Oklahoma scored under 28 once this year. This game's going into the 60s. I would think Oklahoma 35, Oklahoma State 31. 3.30 p.m. Eastern time is kickoff on Saturday. Now, let's move in to the evening because last night was the very first college football rankings that have come out. I thought they did a pretty good job. I thought that everybody was where they should be. Washington, do you think the Huskies feel like they are where they are supposed to be? Now, Husky fans, if you went out, you're going to be fine. You're going to beat Oregon again. You're going to have some other good wins, but you got to take care of business this week. You're laying three and a half on the road against a USC team, which is getting punted all over the news out here in SoCal. They are just getting buried. 
But apparently we all want to wear those size 12s, don't we, boys? Everybody wants to be in those size 12s from Mr. Caleb. Oh, so here's what we're looking at. Plus 130 on the money line. And the total, a robust gentleman, wait for it, 76 is the over. I can't remember an over higher than this. So, A.B., let's start with that robust over. Obviously playing the over, yes? Obviously not. That is ridiculous. 76. Look, let me, let me say this. Washington, the only way that they could lose this game is an absolute shootout. Other than that, USC is not as good as Washington is. I think that Washington, when healthy, actually has the better quarterback. And what else does USC have to say about their team? I think that this game is going to go, I'm not going to say well under because both of these teams and both of these defenses aren't that good. And their offenses are that good. They could score. But that being said, 76, my man, out of principle, I'm taking the under. Way too many points. Prove me wrong. And then we all get ticked off when they do. Oh, 45-42. What a great game. We're all over here boiling because we played the under. Oh, my goodness. All right, EC, the spread, the way USC's been playing, it almost screams layup or screams buy it down to three or screams pay the 160 on the money line for Washington. I don't see a scenario where Washington loses this game. Where are you at? Uh, you just jinxed me, Coach. Thanks. Uh, I want to say this. So, USC, I, I have a uh, tendency to jinx teams. Penn State the other week where they had this great trend. Well, USC's overtrend that, a, or that AB was just talking about, their overs, the only time they've gone under in the last year was when I had the over, and they were up 49-3 to at halftime, and they quit scoring in the second half. That under, boy, AB, you better hold on to your britches for that one. That's going to be tough. But you know what? I'm done with USC, Coach. After what they did to me, in the showdown with you, where they were up by 27 stinking points in the third quarter, and they have collapsed since then. They should have lost to the Harvard of the Southwest, University of Arizona, the following week. Then they, you know, what, what happened against uh, Notre Dame? Then they lost to Utah. And then last week, they should have lost to Cal. I'm done with them. Michael Penix Jr. has won 15 straight starts, the longest active quarterback winning streak in FBS uh, football. USC 0-6 against the spread in their last six, which is the longest streak in the country. And by the way, it's kind of a weird one. The team who's ranked 24th in the AP poll is 0-6 against the spread in the last six games. Well, guess who's number 24? It isn't Washington. It's USC. Now, the Huskies, they're not impressing lately, Coach. They've won each of their last four by less than 10. Make it five straight. Washington 42, USC 34. While we get a Kleenex for EC to wipe away those tears, from four weeks ago, let's go to Chip. And Chip, leave it to you to be the contrarian, but I know you're going to bring facts to back it up. What do you like here? Oh, I'm so sorry, Coach, because we're going to talk about farting around and finding out, okay? There is fart around uh, on the Y-axis, and there is find out on the X-axis. Because first, there is that game against Arizona, which EC knows, seven-point win when they really should have blown them out. There's the Arizona State game, where it was an eight-point win, and the ref helped them get there. Then there was that Stanford game, which absolutely could have been a disaster. And so I ask, USC, question mark, Huskies, if you keep farting around, you're going to find out. 
All right? I just think that these things, water find its level. They have looked bad since that Oregon game. And uh, principle number two, which is, again, vibesy, the Pac-12 always does what's in the worst interest of the Pac-12. And the worst thing for the Pac-12 would be its newly minted top five team to go and lose to the team that everyone's bagging on. The point spread lets you know USC could win this game. And if there'd be nothing funnier than the Trojans getting up off the mat and then just issuing a haymaker to a Washington team that is not the best team in the Pac-12, that is the Oregon Ducks. So yeah, we're going lean USC plus three and a half. It would be hilarious. Hashtag fart around and find out. Chip, do you know what you've just done? Now uh, all of a sudden, EC and Buckus think we can use audiovisual aids for our shows moving forward. Thanks to you. So thank you very much. Because now I have to deal with that. I like oh, I liked it being on Iowa Letterhead too. That was yeah, the- I did too. I thought the same thing, AB. That looked it, it was very take that full screen. That was actually you can really see what it is. I mean, clearly. Fart around going up, find out going on the bottom. I like it. Thank you, Chip. Never would have put those two things together. But now we have. Now, what do you what do I always preach on this show, guys? Patience. Patience. My man Jeff says, hey, coach, what do you guys think about LSU and Alabama? Jeff, did you really think that we'd go through the top games of the week and not have LSU and Alabama? Patience. So here's what we're looking like. Bama minus three. This is a must win for them if they want any shot at the postseason and in the playoffs. LSU plus 135 as a road dog. Number 14, number eight, and I got plays from all three of my guys. Let's start with a side. Chip, coming right back to you. Which side do you like? Bammer, big, like double digits big. Look, the best version of LSU, fully healthy, dialed in, defense is playing up, defensive line's getting after it. That team, especially with Jane Daniels, the better quarterback in this game, might be able to go into Bryant-Denny and get a win. That ain't that team right now. Like, I know they're coming out of an off week, but if you listen to Brian Kelly and the way that he's talking about this group, they are banged up on the defensive side of the football, and that is bad. You know, all the transfers that they got from the transfer portal to shore up the secondary, at cornerback in particular – Bunch of them are banged up. One or two of them not even with the team anymore. Makai Wingo, the dominant defensive lineman, missed last week against Army, and I think he's already been ruled out. Or if not, I am definitely projecting he will not be playing in this game against Alabama. Also, you've got offensive line injuries against Alabama's defense? (laughs) Oh, no. Take out that insurance policy, Jaden, because I think that Dallas Turner and the boys are going to be coming around hitting hitting hard and uh, taking the breath out of your chest. I just see this so many different ways as LSU is not in the best version of itself, and that's what it takes to take down this Alabama team in Bryant-Denny Stadium tied by 10. So Chip says a lot of points by Alabama to win by double figures. I love it when plays just kind of come together. What do we always say? Synergy. AB, what do you got? Yeah, you know what? Chip mentioned that Alabama is going to be hitting all game. And I'll tell you what, we brought out the fungo again just for it because they're going to be hitting all game. We'll get rid of that one there before I cause any trouble here. But we're going to take Alabama team total over 31 and a half points. LSU, Chip just mentioned their defense. Going to be missing some guys. 
Let me tell you this. When they were 100%, their defense stunk. It couldn't stop a nosebleed. Now that it's actually losing people that matter, it's going to be even worse. And you notice, look at Alabama week after week after week. They're getting better. They're getting better. And I think that this is the time that they're going to put it all together and lay a hammer down on LSU. And the reason why I like the points, because I'd roll with Chip. I completely agree with everything that he said. The reason I took the points was, one, to look at it from a different angle, but two, style points matter as well. And Alabama's not good enough to get a lead and just sit on it. They tried it twice this year, and it almost cost them twice. They're going to do exactly what they did to Tennessee. They're going to play, get a lead, and just keep hammering down. And in the second half, they'll have short fields because they're picking you off and punching in touchdowns again. So, yeah, Bama, total points over 31 and a half. Get it. There is a difference between prior to the rankings coming out and after the rankings come out. Style points matter. Now, EC, you're just opening yourself up for disaster. How many games a week do you pick the, the exact score of? Yeah, Coach, I pick every game. when I On the show, I pick every game. Okay. The exact, and I hit one last week. Spot okay. on. Okay. You hit one. You pick like 10, 15, 20. So when our girl Crystal goes after you, oh, you, don't, you, you can't possibly just sit on it. You said, I hit OSU Wisconsin on the number last week because she wants to track your plays. I promise you, you keep doing that, it won't end well for you. It won't end well for you on the exact score picks. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong, coach. Oh, please. Each one of the, if you were to, if you were to bet these exact score picks, it's like 150 to one. I, that means I, I got to hit one out of 150 exactly right to, to even out, to even out. I haven't made 150 score picks and we've already hit one. You'd be up. If you were betting every single one of these, you'd be ahead. So go ahead. You track them. But we make money. If you play every single one of them, you'll make money down the road. I'm just telling you that. All right. Oh God. That, that I, would be probably the most painful betting scheme that I would ever do in my life. All right. Your pick for this game fits right in line with A.B. and Chip. Tell me how. It does. Sometimes the trends don't lie, Coach. LSU has hit the over in 12 straight games and 15 of the last 16. So here's some numbers for you. 45, 72, 41. 34, 55, 49, 48, and 62. That is the winning team score in each LSU game this year. They don't play low-scoring games. Listen, I want to pick LSU, but the revenge angle might be too much. I think it's a back-and-forth game. I think a late Alabama touchdown wins it, but most importantly, I love this over 60-and-a-half. Alabama 34, LSU 31. And yes, put your money on it. Let's see what happens. One out of 150. Just remember that. Oh, my God. I, I literally, all I think of is a fork in the eye if I actually tried that. Literally a fork in the eye. You know, Coach, it's like in golf when you pick hole-in-ones. You like guys to get a hole-in-one. What do I always say? You put you put money there, eventually you'll get one right. Yeah, but that's like for anyone to get a hole-in-one? It's the way that no, 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 just a, a specific player. Yeah, you just keep betting specific. At some point you'll get one right. That's literally the dumbest golf advice I've ever heard in my life. Just bet on a guy. Just bet on a guy yeah, to get there. in his career. He'll do it. You got 200 tries to be profitable. You got to go one out of 200. You can do it. Oh my God. All right. Now, listen, we've got a lot of different shows that you are able to watch. Why you watch this one, I have no idea. But on Monday morning, there are actually some real quarterbacks, some guys that really played the game, and they have really great insight. How about a little tease? 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, it is that time. And I'm calling this bounce back week number 10. We were basically 500, one game over 500 last week. I just looked at EC's first two picks. So I was getting ready to pump it up, tout it up, and then I got to give these two out. All right, this feels very chip-like. But I cannot believe that we're playing this number, and I'm going to beg you, beg you, EC, explain yourself on Army and Air Force. Oh, Coach, this is an easy one. I have great logic for it. The under 31 and a half, which is wild. 31 and a half. Think about that in a college football game. It's mind-blowing. Anyways, the under is hitting nine straight games between Army and Air Force, and they're averaging a little under 28 total a game. The streak began when Jeff Malkin took over as Army's head coach. So basically, uh, since he's been Army's head coach, the under is 17-1 and one in service games inv- involving Army. I mean, that is wild. Six straight meetings and eight of nine that 32 points were not scored in regulation. Army has been shut out in two of their last three games by Troy and LSU. By the way, Air Force has a better defense than both. This one is going to be ugly, but that's how Air Force wins. Air Force 23, Army 3. And finally, you know, I love to pick Utah at home, especially when they're a double-digit favorite against an unranked team. And you know why I really like them this week? Because they're playing stinking ASU, who's coming off a win. They beat Washington State. Good for them. By the way, the last FBS team to to beat another FBS team. Congrats, ASU. You're the final one out of, what, 130-something? Good for you. Utah is bouncing back. They're going to redeem me from that awful pick I made last week. They Seven straight in this series have been decided by 14-plus, and Utah's won five of them. Utah's outscoring ASU by an average score of 30-12 to 12 in their last three games. And, oh, by the way, this ASU team is not nearly as good as the, the previous three. 14 straight home wins for Utah by unranked against unranked teams by 11 or more. Utah 27, ASU 10, and, yes, Coach, take that exact score prediction – to the pay window. Mm. It's a lot of numbers, a lot of information for a team that just got ran last week. So we'll see what happens at minus 11. All right. Now we're going to speed it up just a hair. AB, I'm coming to you, big boy, because I'm putting a pin in that Air Force just for a second. But AB, I'm coming to you because I love it when you give me two out of three plays that are an over. I can sink my teeth into it. What do you got? Yes, sir. All right. First off, and on that promo video right there, my man, Jay Cutler. I love him on that one. He lives just down the street. Cuddy is a great dude. Watch that show. All right. Enough on that. Notre Dame Clemson over 45. Yes, Notre Dame's defense is fantastic. Their offense is too. Clemson is just good enough to keep the points going in this game and force Notre Dame to score. Notre Dame's going to force Clemson to score. And you look at Clemson's team. 
Dabo doesn't really know what he has, except he knows he doesn't have much. That being said, this is going to be one of those games that oddly goes back and forth. Next, Florida State, Pittsburgh, over 51. Florida State, week after week after week, they just continue to put up 35, 40, 45 points. They're going to continue to do that. Pittsburgh, though, they're good enough to put up points as well. They're going to do it through the air. Florida State's going to do it through the air. Take the over 51 in that one. Lastly, UConn, plus 35 and a half. 35 and a half. They're playing Tennessee in Knoxville. Tennessee's going to win this game, but 35 and a half. Joe Milton for Tennessee has not thrown for over 300 yards in one game this year. He's not thrown for over three touchdowns in one game at Tennessee. They just don't do it. They run the football because he's not that good of a quarterback. That being said, Tennessee's going to do and have their will. The 35 and a half, especially with that hook. Oh, man. Give me the 35 and a half. In November, no team wants to win by 35 and a half. And by the way, if you guys want to be entertained, go find Dabo's radio show this week. He absolutely laid out a caller and he goes, hey, if you guys don't want me here, I'll walk away. He saw his eight years chip and $95 million on his deal. He says, I'll walk away. I'm sure you would, Dabo. I'm sure that you would. Now, Mike in the chat says, ouch, EC, Air Force. But your exact score, if it comes in, then Chip can also hit his play. But we're riding a razor's edge right here. Chip, explain yourself. Coach, I come out here telling you about how it is an American's duty to bet the under in games between service academies. Yeah. However, however, and this sounds treasonous, <laughs> this is the worst Army has been in seven years, and they are in the midst of an absolute free fall. It has been 46 days since Army has covered a spread. 46 days. They have lost to Boston College as a favorite. They have lost by 19 as a six and a half point underdog to Troy. They were a 32 and a half point fa underdog against LSU, lost 62 to nothing. And then this is the bottoming out. They were a 10 point favorite against UMass and lost outright by seven. Air Force and Army do not like each other. This game's going to be at Mile High Stadium, and I don't trust Air Force to not just go pedal to the metal, hit mock speed, and take this thing over. I don't trust Air Force not to hit this over on their own. The best bet here on CBS Sports Network, the mothership at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time, is to take those Falcons and just lay the 18 and a half. I love that play. I also love the Yellow Jackets early. Do you like Georgia Tech chip? Oh, man, against UVA. So the yeah. principle here is who is going to let Virginia be a favorite? Okay, this is a, this is a no one deserves to be favored. We used to do this in um in the NL East. No, no, in the NFC East. We used to call it the NFC least where anybody who is favorite. Yeah. Because nobody deserves at all. I mean, obviously, things are a little bit different now with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Just a couple years back. But don't let Virginia be a favorite. Um, yeah, give me Georgia Tech plus two. Haynes King and the boys are going to be able to score. This is a major overreaction. Why, why are we letting Virginia be a favorite in this game? Come on. <laughs> all right. Now, now coming back to you, EC, because last week on this very show, on this very show, you told us why Penn State laying 32 and a half was going to roll all over Indiana. So I just happened to look at my phone around into the third. What? Into the what? 
tie ball game, five minutes to go, maybe a little bit of a miss, but yet I respect you, EC, because you're going right back to the well again this week. Tell me why Penn State's the play, sir. Boy, Coach, I had a couple of stinkers last week, that's for sure, between between Penn State, Utah, and you could throw Oklahoma in there. Ouch. Anyways, with this Penn State-Maryland game, did Ohio State break both of these teams? So Maryland's lost to Illinois and Northwestern since they blew a lead in the horseshoe. And we know what happened Penn State last week, as Coach just mentioned. But since 2016, Penn State has won this matchup by, oh, nothing like, you know, 63, 35, 59, 17, and 30, throwing one loss there. But still, five out of the last six, at least by 17 points in each game. They are 9-0 against the spread in their last nine road games against unranked opponents. 17 feels like a good number. Penn State 34, Maryland 17. That covers our 9.5. And, and finally, this is a trend that nobody's talking about, but we're going to play it. I played it last week as a lean, and I'm going to keep playing it. Louisville minus 9.5 versus Virginia Tech uh, at minus 110. The Cardinals are 9-0 straight up and against the spread in their last nine at home. Since losing to Florida State in September last year, Louisville has won every home game by 13 or more points. Virginia Tech, as well as they played at home, they're 0-3 on the road this season with blowout losses at Rutgers and Florida State and a seven-point loss at Marshall. Uh, Louisville has two home shutouts this season, including Duke last weekend. Louisville 31, Virginia Tech 14. I think Louisville right now is the best-kept secret in all college football. Mm -hmm. They are scoring Mm -hmm. points. They're playing good defense. They're blowing people out. And apparently, EC continues to tick people off in the chat during the show because Crystal... He just wrote, it's a dice throw. We'll hit another exact score in the next six weeks and be super profitable. Mm-hmm. And she wrote, you're dead to me. Crystal, <laughs> respect. Now, AB, let me come over to you because we've got the late slate going on. And last week, leave it to Prime and his boys to have a little backdoor cover at the end, getting six, they're giving 16 and a half. But UCLA, it's their defense that's been winning them ball games. Why do you like them this week? Yeah, and I'll tell you what, that's why we took the under last week and cashed that easily. Now, you said Louisville, the best-kept secret in college football. UCLA, the number two best-kept secret in college football. And I don't know, who are they playing this week? EC, could you help me out? It's a garbage pick, A.B. I don't like it at all. (laughs) They're playing Arizona. And look, UCLA, yes, it's on the road. And Arizona's played much better than any of us, except EC, thought that they would be this year. That being said, UCLA is legit. They're bona fide. One of the best defenses in college football, especially against the run and especially against the pass. They can do it both and they can run the ball down your throat. I'm going to take UCLA here. Not going to overthink it. Three points. Give it to me. I know it's on the road, but honestly, I don't really care. Now, Kentucky, I'm going to take you minus three and a half, but let me bring you back to last week because Karma bit you in the rear, and you deserved it. All game against Tennessee, you were faking injuries because Tennessee's offense was going too fast for you. Well, guess what? The last play of the game, you faked an injury, and you forgot that there was a 10-second runoff, and it ran off the entire clock, and you lost because of that. Karma bit you. All right, Mark Stoops, you had the ass last week, and I get it, but I have a feeling that he had it all week on his team, and I'm going to take them minus three and a half because Kentucky is a good football team. They can stop the run. Their defensive front is good, and the run game is really good. So, Wildcats, bounce back for me. I like you. Let's go. Lexington, stand up. Get this way. Now, I felt like you said that UCLA on the road in Arizona, you don't care, which means you don't think they have a home field advantage at all. Is that what you're saying about Arizona? 
That's one hundred percent what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that's what you were saying. Yeah, terrible atmosphere. Easy to get season tickets. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Are you going to be at the game? Are you going to be at the game? I will be there. It's a whiteout. We're going to try to imitate Penn State, AB. Not a good idea. But nonetheless, yeah. it's homecoming, loud crowd, late at night. I'll make a pick later in the show. All right. All right. Now, Chip, <laughs> as I look at the final official play of the show, mm-hmm. it's interesting because usually when big-time universities get caught in the crosshairs, they get ticked off. And when they get ticked off, they normally like to score points. Bring it home. The Michigan Wolverines team total over 41 and a half because Purdue's defense is in trouble. <laughs> Why would I think Purdue's defense is in trouble? They've done so well recently giving up 31 to Nebraska giving up 41 to an Ohio state offense. That is as that is one of the least efficient Buckeyes offenses that we've seen in the last five years. Hey, hey, this, this Purdue defense is going to fall apart. This is really problematic. And, and, and (laughs) JJ McCarthy, forget Louisville, forget UCLA. JJ McCarthy might be the best kept secret. JJ McCarthy is one of the reasons why I do think Michigan is going to win the national championship because they have built his downfield passing game over the course of this season, setting himself up for the college football playoff. Cause last year, really good off play action, but anything else within the regular rhythms of the offense, just the drop back game, not very accurate, not very comfortable. He's dropping dimes and not needing play action and the threat of the Blake Corum run to get it done. This is an offense that is absolutely clicking, and there is zero reason for the Wolverines to slow down, even, even with Penn State on deck. So we're going Michigan team total over 41 and a half. Well, Jared says, let's go, Chip. Music to my ears. All right, quickly, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap, courtesy of my man, the snake. Here's all the best bet. EC, Washington, lay the points. LSU, bam, let's go over, under, and Air Force. Wow, Utah. It's like a blinking red light right there. Utah minus 11, Penn State and Louisville. Then AB, Texas, UCLA, UConn, Kentucky. Let's go under with USC. Alabama team total over. Notre Dame, Clemson over. Dabo, can't wait to see what you say after this one. Then Florida State, they just score points. They always get between 50 and 63. This will be perfect for that. And then my man Chip, Missouri over, Oklahoma State over, Alabama Air Force lay the 18 and a half. It better be 23 to three. And then Michigan team total over 41 and a half. And then those yellow jackets getting two. All right. You guys know what time it is. Somehow I keep allowing this to happen. And somehow the man keeps cashing tickets with his parlays. It's driving me absolutely insane. EC, where are we going this week? Sorry, Coach, I did not include you this week. Kansas let me down with that under team total last week. Start with UConn, Tennessee, over 53 and a half in the first leg of the ace parlay. UConn's over is 9-1-2 and two in their last 12 against AP-ranked opponents. And by the way, AB's Tennessee team has given up 13 in every game this season. I like this pick of, U- of UConn with the points, but I think it hits the over. I think Tennessee scores 40-plus, and we're good there. Chip, I'm sorry we can't make any picks on the Campbell Camels this week. Because that's what UNC schedules after losing to Virginia and Georgia Tech. Disappointing. Anyways, we're going to go with a bunch of teams that, well, let's go with a team that you don't like, North Carolina State and Miami, who you most your team most recently beat. I'm going to go with Miami Moneyline. North Carolina State has not beaten consecutive FBS teams in more than a year. Go with Miami Moneyline on the road uh, in Raleigh. And then finally, AB, I'm sorry, 
I got to do it. Arizona's winning this game on Saturday night. You know why? Because who is the best team in college football against the spread this season? It's the Arizona Wildcats. And, oh, by the way, the UNLV running Rebels is tied, tied with them at 7-1. and one. Arizona's 5-0 and oh against the spread in their last five against ranked opponents. The first game of that streak was in the Rose Bowl last year when Arizona beat UCLA outright. I'm sorry, I just don't believe that UCLA is all that good. I do like the under, though. Arizona's 7-1 and one to the end of the season, tied for best in FBS with uh, OSU, Ohio State, and uh, Coastal Carolina. Arizona wins this game money uh, straight outright 24-20. to 20. So, the ace parlay, the UConn-Tennessee over 53-and-a-half coach, Miami money line, Arizona money line, plus 547. Let's hit it. Sorry to go against you, A.B., but I have to. You have anything to say to that, A.B.? <laughs> no. I mean, I respect it. I sent you pictures from the game last week. I was hoping you'd be on my side like Chip was last week. <laughs> UCLA's good, dog. Overrated. <laughs> well, AB, if you're not going to do something about this, I sure as hell will. <laughs> I don't need the three points, big boy. I guess I have the favorite, so I would. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. need. You know, I don't need the three points. You want it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Call it out. Oh, wait. I'm going to give you a second to back that up just a second. Did you just hear what you just said? Yeah, I heard what I said. You want to go money line straight up? I do want to go money line straight up. Oh, my oh, God. No. Come on. Hit that again, Chip. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> Snake, hit the music. I think Anderson just gave me my new line in the chat. He says, Snake, do your thing. I love that. That might be the new one. Do your thing. I absolutely love it. All right. You guys know what time it is. We can't do any more damage. We've done all the damage that we can do. If you're watching this on demand, we're live every single Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Me and three of the absolute very best. Hopefully, we hashtag educate and entertain. Hopefully, you had a good time. Tell all your friends to join us as well. Just become a Sportsline subscriber. I'll do you a solid right here, right now on a Wednesday. Use the promo code COACH, and I'll give you 60% off. You can come see everything that we're doing, all the simulations, all the articles, everything, and then picks. And we're also growing props within the games, so we're really getting Sportsline to where we want it to be, and we want you to be a part of it as well. Now, with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know what that is. It's always nice when I sit right here and know I've already made a profit even before the games have even started. Thank you. Thank you, EC. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all these college football picks straight to the pay window. My entire crew, love all. My man, Chip, AB, EC, Snake, always on the ones and the twos. I am simply the coach. Trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about right here every single day on the Early Edge. Good luck. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.